It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Indiana basketball goes on the road to Nebraska and falls 86-70 to in embarrassing fashion. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is the Lockdown Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And shout out to the everydayers. You're the reason that we are so successful. You're the reason that we're here and do this for you. And would love for you to become one of those everydayers if you are not one already. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first ticket purchase. Indiana men's basketball goes on the road and falls to Nebraska 86-70. to That was embarrassing. Not because you lost, not because you lost to Nebraska. It's the way that you lost it. And God, it's so frustrating watching this team sometimes because the same trends over and over and over again continue to plague this Indiana team. We're going to get into all of that here on the show today. Again, I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day, whether you're on YouTube with the video version or wherever you get your podcast on audio platforms. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Drop a subscribe if you're on YouTube. It's free. Helps us out tremendously. Like the video. Also subscribe on any of your audio platforms and turn on those notifications so you know every time that we go live, which is every single weekday. Indiana Falls 86 to 72 Nebraska the numbers the numbers are ugly i mean they are ugly in this game and they don't even tell the whole story like there are some numbers that aren't bad but it doesn't tell the story of this basketball game i i had confidence in this game i, I really did i i was confident in this game was i just over the top, Indiana's going to win a thousand percent, no doubt about it. No, but I did think we were going to win. I really did. Going into it, I thought Indiana was going to win this basketball game. And our episode yesterday was talking about how Malik Renew could have had a career day. He could have had a really big day if Mast didn't play for Nebraska. Well, he played. We'll talk about that on the show today. We also have to talk about Xavier Johnson coming back to play and Khalil Ware coming back to play off of sickness and Xavier Johnson, of course, coming back from injury. So lots to get into in that. That's going to be a lot of likes and dislikes. But, man, overall, your effort was embarrassing yet again, okay? The effort's not there. The care is not there. And, frankly, the same problems that have been an issue for what? going over two months now for this Indiana team, they still exist. They're the same problems. You can't shoot, you can't defend the three, and you give up so many points in hustle plays, and you can't get out in transition. You're a one-dimensional team, and that's all you are. If you don't get the ball inside the paint, you're done. 
you can't score. You can't shoot free throws and you can't shoot threes and you don't run in transition. You're pretty easy to defend if you're Indiana right now. I know that's your strength. I know you have Khalil Ware who had a career, uh, a nice day. I shouldn't say a career day. He had a nice day with 20 points, 9 of 12 from the floor, missed his only three, 2 of 4 from the free throw line, had 10 rebounds. He was a double-double like he always is when he's healthy, right? I know he's your strength. I know Malik Renu is your strength. I know Mackenzie Mbako is your strength, who did not get to double-digit points. He had a pretty good streak going, uh, but didn't get there, Was had some early foul trouble. But I understand that's where you're best at. But, man, if that's all you've got, that's all teams are going to do is defend what you have and defend your best players in your one-dimensional offense. And that's exactly what Nebraska did. They just sunk everybody into the lane and said, beat us somehow else. Beat us in another way, Hoosiers, Indiana. Bet you can't do it. And guess what? We can't do it. We can't. They shut down the lane, and Khalil Ware still got 20 points somehow. A lot of those lobs helped. That was nice. That was cool, right? But Malik Renu, he had 14 points on four of nine shooting, two of three from deep, four of four from the free throw line. Hell, he was the best free throw shooter outside of Anthony Walker, right? Six rebounds, five assists from Malik Renu. So he still had a really good game, but those two guys can't do it all. They can't do it all, especially when you give up 86 points to Nebraska and you let their guys go off for for stupid amount of points, right? Williams had 15. Tominaga, that kid can play. That kid can play. I've seen him play before. Never seen him go off for 28 freaking points and 9 of 15 from the floor, 4 of 10 from 3. God, it felt like more than that, didn't it? 6 of 7 from the free throw line for, for Tominaga. And 28 total points for the Cornhuskers. But offensively for Indiana, they have one go-to option. Get it to the paint and hope to God that Khalil Ware and Malik Renu make a play. Where were your guards in this game? Xavier Johnson didn't score. Only played 15 minutes. I didn't expect him to play a ton. Didn't expect him to play at all, to be honest. But then when we found out he was starting... I didn't expect him to play a whole lot coming off of injury, right? That would be a lot to ask of him to come back in Big Ten play and, and, and play a full 30, 35 minutes. But he was scoreless in his in his 15 minutes. Trey Galloway was dang near scoreless until near the end. He somehow got to 10 points. They were garbage time points. He was useless for most of the game. And you had Gabe Cups who had five. Anthony Leo had three. And then um, C.J. Gunn had three, and and his plus-minus was probably not very good. So, overall, your guard play was atrocious. Atrocious. Yet again, your guard play lets you down. You're getting no production from them, which makes you so easy to defend. They just lock down the paint. Every time Khalil Ware or Malik Renu touched the basketball, they would send doubles, and sometimes they would send triple teams and force them to get rid of the basketball or take bad shots. And when your guard play is non-existent and your bench play didn't help you out in this game, what are you going to do? You're going to lose Big Ten games on the road like that? Absolutely. And again, the same problems for this team that existed in the beginning of the year 
They still exist today. That's on this coaching staff. That's on Mike Woodson. Figure it out. Make some changes. Or maybe this team's just not fixable. It's crazy that we're saying that in early January. Maybe that's the case. A lot of you have said that. And I've I've stayed positive on this team. And I still think this is a good basketball team for us in Indiana. But man, it's frustrating to watch this sometimes when it's the same things over and over and over again. And we'll talk about a lot more of those coming up here in just a second on Locked on Hoosiers. Likes and dislikes is what we'll get to. A lot of dislikes, a few likes. Don't worry. I can always find a few things that I like in these basketball games. But we're going to have some dislikes and likes uh, coming up in just a second here on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Look, you have all had that experience buying tickets where it's just miserable. Whether the price was too high, you don't know where you're going to be sitting, you don't know if they're legit, you shouldn't have to worry about that when you buy tickets for your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Some of my favorite things about the Game Time app, last-minute tickets, flash deals, and sometimes even zone deals, depending on where you sit in certain arenas. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. There's always something there. No matter what it is, Game Time is there for you. They're the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase, seeing the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in seconds with literally two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back into the Locked on Hoosiers podcast. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. We're a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, which is your team every day. Before we get into likes and dislikes uh, from this Indiana basketball loss to Nebraska, just want to keep plugging and reminding you, in case you haven't heard, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I listen to it every day for at least 30 minutes to an hour. When I'm at work, in the office, I'm learning about teams I don't even care about. And it's awesome because our hosts are so good. They know what they're doing. And there's different shows, different teams, 
all day long. So go check it out. Subscribe to them. It's free. They would greatly appreciate it at Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. And while you're at it, if you're on YouTube, subscribe to us here at Locked On Hoosiers. It is free. You'll get notifications. You'll know when we post videos, and it helps us out tremendously. You can become a part of the family. Become an everydayer here on the show. It would mean a lot to me as we're growing to almost 1,600 subscribers. It's pretty crazy uh, from where we were to what we are now. So appreciate you doing that. Like the video as well. If you're on your audio platform, subscribe there as well. Indiana Falls to Nebraska, 86-70 to on the road. They get their first Big Ten loss of the season, now 2-1 and one in Big Ten play. We do this every time after games, whether it be a win or a loss. Likes and dislikes from this performance. Well, lots of dislikes. <laughs> um, very, very few likes. And since the first segment was kind of a Debbie Downer, we'll, we'll, we will start with a couple of likes, okay? I did like seeing a Khalil Ware coming back from uh, from the illness, right? So you could see a little fatigue, and gosh, they talked about it on television quite a bit. But he was he he, he near the end he was a little wiped out, right? But it's good to see him back. And heck, coming off the illness, he was still your best player tonight, and it really wasn't even close. So good to see him back. Hopefully, he just continues to get healthier and will be fine moving forward. But the thing I think we all liked to see initially was Xavier Johnson, not only playing, but starting. And I know his numbers are not good. No points, 0 of 3 from the field, had a couple of boards, some nice assists early, had three of them, a couple of nice bounce passes. And I was like, man, this is what we've been missing, right? Nothing against Gabe Cups. We love the guy, but Xavier Johnson's what Indiana's been needing at the guard spot, the point guard spot. He hadn't played in six or seven games. And I'm thinking, okay, if we can keep him in for as long as possible without re-aggravating what's going on down there, if we can keep him in and he just help this team kind of chug along on the road, be that senior sixth-year leader that we need, the good things were going to happen, but it just didn't happen. He played 15 total minutes, wasn't very effective outside the first five or six, and I'm not considering that a dislike by any means. I love seeing him play, and I'm glad he's back, and I hope he just kind of climbs and gets back to what we know Xavier Johnson to be because God knows we need him. I mean, we do. Indiana needs him desperately. That's a like. Khalil Ware's performance was a huge like. I mean, you can just tell how dominant he is, but it goes back to he can't do it by himself. Malik Renew had 14. Sure, those guys combined for 34. And your only other double-digit scorer was Trey Galloway. And I talked about how those were garbage time points anyway. But here's the biggest dislike for me. Outside of the offensive struggles where, well, uh, hold on. Can we talk about the turnovers for Indiana on offense? That's a huge dislike if we're talking offensive numbers. 19 turnovers on the road in the Big Ten. What do you expect is going to happen? Yeah, you're going to lose by 16. It should have been by 30. You turned the ball over so many times. They had 27 points off of Indiana turnovers to the Nebraska Cornhuskers. 27. That's ridiculous, man. You cannot expect to win basketball games. I say if you turn it over more than like 12 or 13 times. If you're on the road, you can't afford double-digit turnovers very often. I think 12 is a good 
that's a good mark in my opinion when it comes to a, a, a turnover no a total number right for a team especially on the road in conference play and Indiana went off for 19 turnovers so that was cool free throw shooting continues to plague this team still 13 of 19 from the free throw line I still think they should get there more but it was tough for this team because every time they caught the ball they just got swarmed and Nebraska credit to them they did a really good job of defending and not fouling on those types of plays. Now, they did get an early foul trouble in the second half, but then Indiana couldn't punish them for that. They couldn't take advantage of it. They were in the bonus with like nine minutes to play, and they couldn't do anything about it. And when they got there, they didn't make it. So the lots of dislikes there. Um, you didn't shoot the ball horrible. 47% from the floor, 50% from three. You somehow go nine of 18. A lot of those were late um, when you were already down 15 plus your free throw shooting was bad we talked about the turnovers so you rebounded well 36 to 29 I mean there were certain things that I liked but the turnovers on offense lack of hustle in transition uh, I've talked about that all the time that this in the and, and I think lack of elite guard play is the issue here but I've talked about how this Indiana team they can be really dangerous when they force a turnover or grab a long rebound, push the basketball. Push the basketball down the floor because this is not a good half-court offensive team. It's just not. This Indiana team is not good in the half-court offense unless they dump it down to Malik Renew or Khalil Ware. So push the ball. Don't let the defense set up. Don't even get into the half-court offense. Just push the ball and try to get to the rack early before the defense can fully get down there. This team just doesn't do that. And then the biggest dislike of all, you give up 86 points. You let Tominaga go off for 28. Felt like more. Felt like about 50. But you still cannot defend the three-point line properly. And it's not just leaving guys open because that happened a ton. They were 12 of 32 from the free throw or from the three point line, 38%. You're not just leaving guys open, which happened a ton. You're going under screens, which is leaving guys open. You're just running away from them completely sometimes and leaving them open and daring them to shoot. I don't know. But then you're fouling three point shooters. You're having bad closeouts on non three point shooters and hard closeouts on guys that are just ripping it from the three point line. And then you're running into them and knocking them into the stands. It's unbelievable how bad we are at defending the three-point line. I don't understand it. And it's not just one problem. It's five. It's five different issues here on how to defend a three-point shooter or how to defend a non-three-point shooter that's behind the three-point line. Blows my mind, man. And it's again, it's not just one person either. It's all of them. It's all of them. That is coaching. That is coaching 100%. You can hear and feel my frustration, I hope. And I know that you feel the same way. It's unacceptable, man. Unacceptable. That's a major dislike for me. Look, when you give up 86 points and you only have three guys going double digits and you only score 70 on the road, I mean... All of that, I mean, in the most basic way, 
you gave up too many points, and you didn't score enough. I know that sounds stupid, but think about it. This Indiana team cannot run with 86 points on the road. They just can't do it. And that 70 points is a false number for Indiana. Those are a lot of garbage time points down the stretch. A lot of garbage time threes as well. Just a bad night. An embarrassing performance for this Indiana team. I want to talk some more about that, plus what's next for Indiana basketball, coming up in just a second here on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Isn't it crazy? It's the last week of the NFL regular season already. Playoffs are right around the corner. What better time than if you're not on FanDuel, you can win a little extra cash in the NFL playoffs. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use and there are so many different ways to bet. Like live same game parlays. I like those. You put something together, sprinkle a little something on there and see if it hits. You can find bets in the new explore tab, make a parlay in the parlay hub. The best way to find popular parlays, they'll build you one and you can pick the one you like and then much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back into Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Reminder, we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, whether you're on the video version on YouTube or if you're on the audio sites as well. I do appreciate you being here on a reaction episode as Indiana basketball loses to Nebraska 86-70. to Just so many things here that I thought we, I thought we were working on. I thought we were fixing and... We just didn't, right? I thought this was a chance. This was an opportunity for Indiana to get a big win. And this was one that it was going to be tough because now Nebraska's 12-2. and They were 11-2 and coming in. They're obviously 12-2 and now with the win. Indiana falls to 10-4, and 2-1 and in conference play. But I really did think Indiana could go on the road and, and start off conference play in the right way because you start looking ahead for what Indiana has and you're back home this Saturday night. Thankfully you're home Saturday night, taking on the Ohio state Buckeyes who I'm sure most of you saw beat Rutgers in the game before us. It was a dog fight, but they won at home 76 to 72. That's a good Ohio state team. Guess what? They're also 12 and two. And you look at what they've done. They beat Alabama, right? They lost to Penn State. They beat UCLA. They beat West Virginia. And they just beat Rutgers. So they're on a four-game winning streak coming in to Bloomington. 
But with the Hoosiers, I really did think that I was, again, I was confident. I was, I was confident, but then this was the, man, this was the worst performance since the Auburn game. Yeah, probably the Auburn game. I mean, I know the, some, I know that Kennesaw State performance wasn't great. The Moorhead State game wasn't great either in non-con play, but just overall getting blown out, bad performance. Yeah, this is your worst one since the Auburn game in Atlanta in the holiday hoops giving, where you let them score 104 and you lose by almost 30. So where do you go from here if you're Indiana, right? What's what's next? How do you bounce back from this? Same way we talked about that. How do you bounce back? I think it's almost best for this team to just find something to work on and just hammer it. I mean, just absolutely hammer one particular thing. There's a lot of things to fix here, and some of them I just don't think are fixable. I really don't. We're going to get into that as the weeks go on. And we've some of them, I mean, a lot of them we already talked about. But just find something and hammer it and just get better at something. Because that's I, I haven't seen us get better all year. This is the same team that we saw play Florida Gulf Coast, Wright State, Harvard, Michigan, Kansas. It's the same team. They've played a little bit better in some, but what's really changed here? They go inside to Khalil Ware, Malik Renew. McKenzie and Baco's gotten better. Trey Galloway's non-existent. Xavier Johnson hasn't been playing, I get that. And your bench has almost dropped off, if anything. So, I say... Out of all the things we've talked about on today's show, I say focus on your three-point defending and just being smarter defending the play and defending the basketball and getting out in transition. I really, really think those two things would elevate this team tremendously. You get into trans and, and, and I think Xavier Johnson can help both of those things, believe it or not. Because Xavier Johnson's a smart defender. He knows what he's doing. He's not going to close out on the three-point line on non-three-point shooters. And he's going to be guarding a guard who is a shooter more than likely. And he's not going to foul the guy behind the three-point line, right? And then I also think Xavier Johnson can help you in the transition game. Long rebound from one of your big guys. Give it to him and boom, let's go. Let's hit the let's hit the ground running. Let's get into transition. Everybody starts hauling, and let's try to get some points without even having to stop in the half court and look over to head coach Mike Woodson. And that's where this show is going to end is on that topic right there. Mike Woodson, you have to be better. You have to be better. You've got to teach your guys and train your guys and coach your guys to be better. Your game management was fine, I guess, whatever. But you've got to start working on some things in practice, man. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. But my advice, which may not mean a whole lot to some, find something and work on it. Fix it and make it better. There's a lot of them. I say three-point defense and transition. Get some transition buckets because you're rebounding the basketball really well. But then when you get to the half court, you just, it stalls, it dies. It just, it gets stuck. 
and that's a lot of credit to defenses who are, it's not hard, but they're figuring out how to defend us. Find something. If you're Indiana, before you play Ohio State this weekend, find something and make it better. And if you can do that, you have a chance to beat Ohio State this weekend. You're back home in Bloomington. Take advantage of that. Take Get the long trip back home. And let's get back to work. And let's start focusing on the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's what we're going to do on this show on Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Uh, if you're on YouTube, again, subscribe to the video. It helps us, or to, to the channel, I should say. Uh, it helps us out tremendously. It's free. All you got to do, go to the channel, hit subscribe. Helps us out a lot. Like the video as well. We would really, really appreciate that. If you're on any of your audio platforms, we're free and available there. We are, as of this recording, we are nine subscribers away from 1,600 on YouTube. Let's get there, huh? Let's get there from this video. That would mean so much to me. And from this episode, nine away as of this recording. Let's see if we can get there by our next episode. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Shout out to the everydayers. You're the reason we're here. And uh, we'll be leading up to the Ohio State game this weekend for Indiana basketball. We'll have some football updates, some women's basketball updates as well as they continue to climb those Lady Hoosiers. We'll talk about all that coming up in the next few episodes here on Locked on Hoosiers. But as always, Hoosier fans, until next time, stay safe, and I'll talk to you later. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.